0: Tala with drive through therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. It is exciting as always to sit here with my cup of tea, and I actually have a very relaxing themed tea. Um, I know for sure it has a little bit of mint, but I can't think of what the heck else is in it. But it's nice, it's actually very calming soothing. Maybe chamomile is, is some is sprinkled in there, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm liking the tea business at night. It seems to be more soothing, warm to the chest. Why not? I had so many topics throughout the week that I wanted to address with you guys today, but I only sat down to just tell you a story. And I don't know where this is going to go, so bear with me. (laughs) I don't know. But I felt inspired to tell you the story. Because I want you, I want, I want to let you in on the world of psychotherapy and me as a psychotherapist, I definitely, uh, experience a lot of things that are very intimate to people. I am for 45 minutes, an hour sitting in their world with their secrets and Tonight is about telling you some stuff that's pretty interesting. I Oh, actually, I don't know if you're going to find it interesting, but I do. It stays in my memory, but in a lot of ways, those stories need to be heard. And I don't know what the point of this episode is, but it's a chit-chat, and it's letting you into my world a little bit more to understand the kind of uh, world a therapist has just for your own understanding of humanity, I guess. Um, this can't hurt, is what I think. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It got me thinking as I was sitting down, collecting my stuff. Of uh, My first experience as an intern, I was working at a small little, uh, it, it's, it was a clinic to help families, but it had like case management and it had um, counselors and I was interning there, but as I was also a case manager there. So it was like a paid intern in a way. What was really interesting is I got called in for a crisis, but it wasn't just, it wasn't me. It was the person I was supposed to be following and learning from a mentor, a counselor. And I walk into this, conference room and there was a woman sitting down next to a child, a female. I think she's about maybe four or five, maybe six, because she was verbal, very verbal, like the you know, age appropriately so. And I think that I would say six years old. She uh, was drawing, coloring something. And the mom was sitting next to her kind of yelling and the counselor that I'm uh, it's supposed to be my mentor was sitting right across from her with a couple of other people that I assume were like case management or what have you. And I remember looking at her and she's, uh, she's yelling and she's saying, I don't want this kid. I can't stand her. That respite is not working anymore. And she's yelling, right? She's, she's, you know, disgusted with the kid and she's, I, I can't. I can't understand her. and I mean, she's saying like words that you don't tell a kid at all. I mean, period, whether in front of them or behind their back. You don't want to ever say these things about a kid. But this parent appeared exhausted, angry, angry, angry. And I was shocked because this, this was my first experience of something like that, right? And... In the middle of this shouting and screaming by this mom, the little kid is still drawing, right? She's used to the chaos, it seemed like. And in the middle of the whole thing, she looks up at mom and asks mom, Do you like this, mom? And she showed her her picture. (laughs) I'm sure that the kid heard everything. She heard everything like kids do. They hear everything. And they remember everything. I remember that there were people involved uh, in this case that were, of course, uh, like a child and family services and, uh, you know, social services, things like that. And because this child was, you know, physically abused, she had marks or lashings on her little back. And I remember... (laughs) I remember I was one of her case managers. I was I, I was assigned to her after that. And um, part of my job was to meet with her, do activities with her. And she was such a charming kid, you know? So innocent. She didn't know any different. She didn't know that her life that she was living was not kind or compassionate to her. Not yet, she didn't. She experienced fun in the moment and I didn't have many resources it was a, a small area that I was giving the service to and and um, I took her to a friend of mine that worked at a department store and she was a makeup uh, a person I guess she worked in one of the counters and and I asked her for this favor and I said, can you just, you know, make her feel, feel special? And I remember taking the kiddo and she sat down and she's smiling. And, I, and the my friend who was doing the makeup, but she wasn't really, she was just cleaning her face and with this very soft cotton and she was pampering her, you know, just cleaning her face, putting some lotions on it and everything and the little kids smiling looks up at me and says I feel like a princess (laughs) and I smile back and I shook my head and yeah, yeah, little girl you are a princess but I'm afraid she wasn't treated like one you know I got to learn a lot from that case I didn't get to keep her for long unfortunately she was so lovely she was so lovely it turned out that she was, um, of course, sexually abused and was sexually abusing probably one of her brothers, I think it was at the time. And the mother was also highly sexually abused when she was a kid. And, and ironically, get this, the kid looked a lot like her mom. It was so interesting. She looked a lot like her mom. And the mom just rejected her the kid to survive you know did whatever she could you know she she didn't rebel because she didn't you know, think about five-year-old what, what is she gonna really know how to do and rebel against you know and so she just did what children do because they're resilient they adapt they adapt to the chaos. I'd like to think. that she's probably in her 20s now or very close to them and that she's doing something great because she deserves it that she's found her healing and hasn't repeated the cycle of abuse and neglect and harm and hurt. But the reality of it, my friends, is that we become our past, our pain. Unfortunately, many, many of us will carry on the past as our identity It will limit us. We will retrieve it, not because it's good for us or it's real, but we will retrieve the memories of the past and use them because they are effortless. We have them. And most of our world will be what is familiar. So abuse and neglect, believe me when I tell you, people will seek what is familiar. They will be attracted or drawn to it even if it's toxic. I'd like to think that somehow that kid would get the ultimate justice of getting healing, of living beyond her past. But you can tell that that pain was generational. The mom went through a lot, and so she had to give only what she was given, which is a lot of trauma and abuse. The child, by the way, was eventually taken away. Sometimes I think I don't know how they kept her as long as they had in that house because she suffered so much, but she always had a smiley face and looked at the world with hope. I'd like to think that she still does, that the magic is still there for her. Yeah, she's been crossing my mind lately. (laughs) It's been a while, friends, it's been a while, but makes sense. She is hard to forget. But I wanted to remind all the mothers out there, as it is in the Middle East, Mother's Day today, that man, oh man, no matter what you do to a kid, unfortunately, the kid at that moment doesn't know any different. So as parents, as mothers, we have the power to expand the world of a child or limit it and imprison them way too early in their world, in their mind. We have the power to set the tone for somebody's lifetime and for generations beyond. I wanted to celebrate Mother's Day today by mentioning probably the worst mother I've ever encountered. And my friends, I've encountered some shitty ass mothers, but this one here takes the cake, friends, takes the cake. I did see the lashing on that girl's back, the whipping, the marks. And that one there is hard for me to forget. So for all the mothers out there that are changing it up, no matter where you came from, You have the opportunity to change it for all those mothers that know the difference today, that may have not known it when they were young and going through whatever they went through. They know the difference today. And they can be that parent to their children that they've always wanted to have without having that parent themselves. And that's a big deal, friends. That's a big deal. Because my experience is that many People that have been wounded as children more often than not is a cycle. They have very little to give except that. Because it is effortless, because it's it hasn't been challenged yet. And so more than likely, that parent will have. Neglected that child self on the inside and haven't healed their child self. And what they'll end up doing is not seeing the child in their own child, not seeing that vulnerability and innocence as something beautiful to protect and harness. No, no, no. they will see it as something else and perhaps they'll perceive it as a threat or pff, in many ways they will be disgusted with it because it reminds them of their vulnerabilities as a child and how they were neglected or abused. Unfortunately, that is the most common cycle for abuse. Like I said, very few people go beyond their past because you would have to go beyond what you know. And for any human brain, that is hard. That is the most difficult task ever to conceive of actions, thoughts that you've never had before and conceive them and apply them. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So, connecting Mother's Day and how powerful they are. Mothers, very powerful. I didn't say fathers aren't powerful, but since it's Mother's Day today, I'm talking about mamas. It's about time for us to look at ourselves and check to see if we have healed that wounded child within and to become that woman or that parent that we needed as a kid. That's our goal. That's what I'm asking every parent to look and do. If you have ever raised your voice, start bringing it down. If you've ever used guilt or shame to get a kid to do something, recheck it. Use something else. Inspire. Even do it with them. Yeah. The mothering role is pretty serious. I've never met a perfect parent at all. Ever. Never met a perfect one, friends. But if we're learning, if we want to grow, then we're definitely better than our past. That's all we can ask for is to be better than the past. That's all we could do. Just remember that, kid. Send her your positive vibes, prayers. She'll need them. I hope that she has become better than her past. But I know, as a therapist, the majority will only go as far as the past has gone. But the very few Will outgrow their past. Yeah, let's all be that one, that one that does that. God, I hope I am. But I'll try, I'll die trying to be better than my past. That's all I've got for tonight. Happy Mother's Day. This is a Middle Eastern Mother's Day. But just because it's in the Middle East, we can all get a, a Mother's Day around here in the Western world. Why not? I'm sending you love and light. This has been an episode of Drive Through.